0: Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. Do you want to improve your value as an entrepreneur? Here's what Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, said, and I quote, you can improve your value by 50% by just learning communication skills and public speaking. That's why Joel Weldon is my guest on this podcast. As a Hall of Fame professional speaker with over 3,000 paid talks and having personally coached over 10,000 speakers, Joel can help you on your journey to becoming an even better communicator. As an entrepreneur, you're making presentations all day long. Today, you're going to learn about why your opening to any presentation should be about the audience and not you, 22 words of advice for successfully presenting your ideas to your audiences, what not to do when you're closing a presentation, and more golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Joel. Thanks for making the time to be here today. I appreciate it. And I'd love to jump right in. The last conversation we had, you brought up something that every entrepreneur should know. And it really struck me as an original idea. And that is getting to know how to open and close any message, be it email, virtual presentation, live presentation. Where did you learn that? What's the story behind it?
1: Well, that's a great question. And Mark, I'm glad that your listeners here, you've invested your time to get some ideas. Idea climbing is why you're here, and you're gonna get some ideas that hopefully will help you climb that ladder to make even better presentations. And as Mark said, when we say a presentation, that's anything that you're doing, communicating your ideas to someone else, in an email, on a phone call, on a video, at an interview, on a virtual call, on a webinar, on a podcast, at a live event or one-on-one. All of those are almost exactly the same. They need to start someplace and they need to end someplace. And if you have a system, and I think you know, as an idea climber, that's that's one of the great things to have: a system. And a system is really an acronym. And Mark, I'm sure you've heard this acronym before. It's certainly not something I created, but the word system really means saves you stress, time, energy, money. S-Y-S-T-E-M, saves you stress, time, energy, and money. And that's what this opening and closing can be. So as you are listening, think about the last presentation you made. Did you write an email this morning? Did you talk to a potential client or prospect or customer on the phone? It had to begin somewhere, you might say, hello. So here's a suggestion, come up with a system on how to open any of the messages. And my suggestion for that system would be, always make it about them. And you know it's about them if you use one three-letter word and get rid of one one one-letter word. The three-letter word is you, and the one to eliminate is I. And just think how most people begin a live meeting, standing up on a stage saying, I'm so excited to be here. Or, Mark, I'm just so happy that you invited me to be. I, I, who cares? When you're presenting, it's not about you, it's about them. How do they get something out of what you're offering? It's all about them. So if it's about them, why don't you talk about them? So when you begin an email, what have you said, Mark, hope you made it a wonderful week so far and that you got a lot accomplished and your podcast is generating great response from your idea climbing listeners. Okay. There was no I, me, or mine in that opening. Then you could get into the reason I'm writing you is you asked me for a photo and a brief Okay. Then you can get into the rest of your message. So we're going to get to the closing, but let's stay with the opening. So that would be in an email. How about on a phone call? Hey, Mark, listen, here's what I need. I'm really busy, but I've got all I. Mark, know you're busy. You've got your podcast. You'll be recording. There's a couple of questions. Is it okay if I asked you a few questions now, or should we reschedule the time? All about Mark. So think about that. And if you're doing a video, I want to talk to you today on this video about X, Y, and Z. And then I'm going to tell you about LMNOP, uh, I, I, I. What if you opened a video with, you're here because you want to know more about A, B, and C. And maybe you've even had a challenge with X, Y, and Z. Well, you're gonna hear a lot of ideas about A, B, and C, and your time is gonna be well rewarded by watching this video on how you can do A, B, and C. So let's start your journey with A. All right, there was no eyes in that. So Mark, let me just, you represent your listeners now. Give me a question, comment, and thought about what we said in the first four and three quarter minutes.
0: Well, I'm really curious because everyone has a different learning curve. As far as sticking with the opening, everything you just explained, did you just naturally do that and then realize that you did it? Did you start doing it intentionally because someone taught you that? Did you stumble across it 10 years into your speaking career? How did you learn that?
1: Okay. Well, one of the basic things about being an effective communicator, it's a learned skill. When you were two or three years old, you began speaking and you haven't stopped your entire life. You speak all the time. But are you really trying to get better at speaking? So early in my career, Mark, when I couldn't speak because I wasn't able to communicate in high school, never gave an oral report, certainly didn't know how to speak in front of a guy. I was a carpenter banging nails, digging ditches, no formal education, going nowhere, and didn't give my first presentation until I was 28 years old. And then somebody in the audience said I was the worst speaker they'd ever heard in their whole life. I mean, imagine if that was you. What would you do? I
0: would. And that, I can feel it right now. I'm stuttering even thinking about how the heck
1: do you respond to that? And I, I'm not even in the situation and I'm stuttering. What did you do? Well, I learned how to speak, and ten years less than ten years later, I was standing next to the legendary speaker Zig Ziglar being inducted into the professional speakers hall of fame. And have since that time, given over 3,000 paid presentations, how is that possible? Because I learned since I knew nothing about this, how to make it effective. So when I just gave you these examples of how to open, I'm not reading it. I just know the system. The system is make it about them. So think about, as you're listening to this podcast, have you made a video? What what is the video about? Who's going to be watching it? What would you say if you were looking straight at them? You're here because you want to know more about this, or maybe you got this video from somebody else. However you ended up listening to these ideas, here's what you're going to know in the next few minutes. So once you know that your opening is about them, the words will follow. I'm not a proponent of memorizing anything. I've never memorized a talk or a story. No, it it has to be fluid and natural. And you're going to get better at it. The more you do this, the better off you're going to be. So if we accept that premise for your saves you stress, time, energy, and money, system, just think, today, when you write an email, that first paragraph should have no eyes, me's, or minds in it. See if you can do that. For your next phone call, open about them. And then if you're making a formal presentation, do the same thing there. So does that make sense, Mark?
0: That makes perfect sense. And I think people listening, myself here too, Once you open and making it all about them, what's the middle? Is that a call to action? What's the middle portion of that email? The middle
1: is your content. So I made up that video. We're going to talk about A, B, and C. All right, so let's talk about A, B, and C. And once you know what your audience needs to know, and that's where you've got to start, you've got to really understand your audience. And so let me make a a dramatic statement in the over forty five years that I've been a hall of fame professional speaker and all of these thousands of presentations never have given the same presentation twice. Wow. Now I've used the same story hundreds of times, but to tweaked it, have changed the point, have made it more relevant to that audience. As an example, I was just talking to somebody in one of my coaching calls before our podcast about speaking to a large pharmaceutical company that recently merged with another one. So the the main message was about two organizations coming together and there was a lot of distrust. Some of the executives were let go. And so people really didn't know what was going on. Would that be a different situation than talking to an organization that had been in existence for 70 years and there was no mergers, no acquisitions, everybody knew each other. Completely different kind of dynamics so the message changed, even though the stories might've been the same, the point they made was adjusted to that audience. So you asked what's between the opening and the closing, that's the content. But since we're limited in time, we're gonna focus on opening and closing. And if what we're saying makes sense, and you wanna get better at learning a system, I'd be happy to talk to you about it. So you can just go to talktojoel.com, talktojoel.com. And set an appointment with me for 30 minutes, and we can talk about your situation. And I can tell you about our ultimate speaking system and the coaching we have. Okay. So, for our time together now, let's move into the closing. Sounds good. All right. So, now most people, and if you just think when you're in the audience and you've heard a speaker, how many times have you heard this? Well um in closing what what I'd like to do is uh, just ask you to you know buy my book a- and read it and I I I think you'll you'll really get a lot out of it and I have some in the in the back of the room and I'd be happy to sign them if you want and um Mark I guess that's it. Come on. <laughs> you could do a lot better than that. So here's a suggestion the closing and this should be in an email, a phone call, a webinar, a podcast, a video, a presentation live in front of a group or virtually. The call to action should never be your close. So I just told you my call to action. If this makes sense, get on my calendar. Let's talk about your speaking. That's my call to action. So one suggestion is put your call to action in the beginning. Whatever it is, if you have something to sell, just tell them, hey, the reason I'm here is I'm promoting my book and would love for you to get it on Amazon or you can get it here. I'll tell you more about it later. Just plant that seed. Don't fool people. Well, the reason I'm, I'm talking, I want you to sign up for my podcast. So at the end, I'm going to ask you for your email if you'd like to watch or listen to my podcast. Now, I don't have a podcast, so that's just an example. But that should not be your closing. So what is the difference? So imagine, now Mark and I are looking at each other live. So since you're listening to only, you won't understand. But I'm holding up a gift box uh, for Mark. And Mark, I have this beautiful gold wrapped box. Does this look like a nice gift for you?
0: Looks like a great one.
1: All right. Or I have this one. And now I'm holding up the exact same gold wrapped box, but it has a giant gold bow on it if you could have only one box which one do you want i'm going to go with the bow you want the bow all right so as you're listening that's what you think of at your closing your closing should be like a bow on your message it should set it off and leave an impact just like that bow did on that gift box by the way those boxes are empty mark so wouldn't have mattered which (laughs) book you got all right So the call to action should be early on, and you could use it throughout your message, or you can have it near the end, but don't end with a call to action. This is my suggestion for you. So what do you end with? Well, one thing you could end with is the word imagine. So let's, uh, Mark, why don't you give me a topic that we've just talked about. Pick any topic that an entrepreneur might be listening to.
0: I would say conversational presentations. Entrepreneurs well, No,
1: are- not about what we're doing. Or something completely different. Like how to, build, how to use social media, how to build an email list, uh, how to get a book published. Uh, something that your idea climbing listeners would be interested in.
0: How to get a book published comes up
1: a lot. Okay, all right. So let's just say Mark and I have done this podcast on how to get your book published. Okay, so we've talked for about 22 minutes about how to get your book published. Now, what's the call to action? If you'd like to work with somebody who has done this before, and as you heard from the introduction, now, by the way, I'm making all this up. As you heard in the introduction from Mark, I've helped over 1,250 authors. Get their books published. Out of that, 82% have turned into New York Times or USA Today bestsellers. Wow. Okay, that's the call to action. So if you'd like me to help you, Mark is going to post my website on how to get your and you can talk to me. Okay. So that's the call. Co- now, how do you close? All right, here's where you could use the word imagine. So since we're talking about a system, there's a system to closing. Remember the system is saves you stress, time, energy, and money. The system is put your audience in the message you've given them as succeeding at it. So let me just vary. Let's just say we talked about health and fitness. So the closing could be imagine it's six months from today, you just came out of the shower and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're smiling. You look at your body and it's better than it's ever been. You've lost weight, you've toned up your muscles, and you have so much energy. That's what can happen when you do the three things we talked about in this podcast. Have the body you've dreamed of and make it a great day. Bam! That's a closing. So let's go back to the book now. So just imagine, based on what you've heard on this podcast with Mark and myself, you've got your book written, the book is out, and you're starting to get these checks coming in from Amazon and from the publisher. People are buying your book. You're getting emails. You're getting requests to speak. You never realized all the wonderful things that could happen once you got your book published, and now they're happening. Imagine how good that would make you feel. And that can happen when you have a book and people start reading it. Now go out and make it a great day. Bam! Close. So I have a closing. When Mark gives me the cue that we got to start wrapping up, then I'm going to do my closing. And it's only going to be 22 words. 22 words. And it's not memorized, but it's part of a system just for you on the subject of how to open, how to close, and how to be a more effective communicator. All right. So how about some questions about closing call to action? Mark, yours. Should you always have a call to
0: action? Is that important? What if someone, they say, well, I don't have a book or an online system. Is a call to action, just go to my website? What does it look like if they don't have something to sell? Oh,
1: what a wonderful question. Here's what a call to action is. Three types of call to actions. You can use all three or one or two of them. A call to action can be a do. Do something, buy my book, come to my seminar listen to my podcast. That's a do, an action. The second thing is a think. You can have a call to action asking your audience to think. You can have a call to action to ask your audience to feel something. So I told you, I was just on a coaching call before, and he's an entrepreneur up in Canada who's running for parliament. First time, he's a businessman, never been in politics. And we were talking about this call to action and he never realized a call to action can be a think or a feel. So here's an example. And let's just say that it's about getting your book published. Okay, that was the theme of this podcast. So here's a different kind of call to action. So if what you heard in this podcast makes sense, And you feel there's a book burning within within you to get out. Here's what I'd like you to think about tonight. Just before you fall asleep, once you're in bed, your head on the pillow, think, if I had a book, what would I want it to say? In general terms, is it a book about life? Is it a book about health and fitness? Is it a book about decision-making? What would that be? Just do that tonight. And when you wake up in the morning, if you're still thinking about it, maybe it's time for you to write a book. Nice. Okay. All right, or feel. All right, so we've talked about all the steps necessary to get a book written, to get a book published, to get it out there, to become a bestseller. So just think, how would you feel if you did all these things And you ended up with a book and people were reading it and you were getting emails telling you how much that impacted their lives and how how much they've gained from your book. And people are calling you and asking you to come and speak because they read your book. How would that make you feel? And if you feel excited, then maybe you should think about writing a book. Mark? Okay, that's a call to action. Got it. But it's not to buy the book or to sign up for a coaching call or anything like that. So think about that in your call to action, which is do, think, or feel. And then the closing is all about them. The closing is not about you. And unfortunately, Mark, all these years of being at meetings and hearing tens of thousands of speakers. I can't tell you how many times the closing is. Well, I, I just had such a great time being with you today, uh, Mark, on this podcast. And I just feel so energized and inspired by your questions and the fact that we have so many people listening to us. And uh, thank you so much for listening. And, and thank you so much for having me on this show. No. (laughs) No. First of all, that was all about you. It's not about you. Also, and here's something that's going to really get you thinking, never end with thank you. Why would that be? Because if you've given your audience something, you've given them the gift. You only say thank you to people who have done something for you. So I'm not going to thank you for listening to this. I'm not going to thank Mark for having me on. I'm going to challenge you to use these ideas. And if they have made sense and you had my email address, then you're going to write me a thank you note saying, thank you. Those ideas on opening and closing were so helpful. In just 20 some odd minutes, you got all of that across. I loved it. Then I will write you back and say, thank you for the email. Glad you found it was so helpful. So the example would be, Mark, you're leaving your home, you're heading out to a meeting, you stop at a light, and there's a homeless person with a sign. I need money for food. You rush out of your car, you open up your wallet, you hand the homeless person a $100 bill, and their eyes light up, and a smile comes on their face, and you run back to your car and just before you drive away, you open the window and yell to the homeless person, thank you, they would think you're nuts. You just gave them a hundred dollars. They're gonna thank you. And that's how you need to feel when you're a speaker. Don't end with thank you. So end with imagine, put them in that position of doing what you told them to do. Does that make sense, Mark?
0: That makes sense. And actually, it's a perfect segue into closing. First of all, because if I'm using this right, thank you, because you gave me your time. So that's a genuine thank you. And I hope I'm using it the right way.
1: That is the right way. And now my response is going to be what? You're welcome.
0: That makes sense. And I would love it. First time since doing the podcast to hand the ball to you for to do that 22 word close. Let's see what it, let's hear about that. Oh,
1: you want that Okay. So remember, the call to action is, if this makes sense, just go to talktojoel.com, set up a 30-minute appointment, and let's talk about your speaking. Now, since we have been talking about opening and closing, and I have all of these experiences, stories, I mean, for hours, but if you were to boil it down to one sentence, here's what would help you the most. If you would just use these 22 words the next time you're speaking or communicating to anyone in any kind of situation. So here they are, speak to your audience about what they need in an organized way they can follow and get yourself out of the way. Mark. Beautiful. Thank you
0: again, Joe. I appreciate it. Well, make it a great day. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.